When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello! Welcome everybody. Happy Friday. It's the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got producer Holly Roberts with us for hour one. Woo! So lucky. Uh, Hollywood's uh, reading an apology from Zach Bryan after being arrested and getting lippy. Lippy, I love that term. Don't give me no lip. Don't get lippy with me. Well, looks like Jimmy Fallon has apologized. This coming after the Rolling Stones article uh, where several uh, current and past employees were talking about what a toxic workplace The Tonight Show has been. And Jimmy held a Zoom meeting with staffers yesterday, and he basically said... um, uh, it's embarrassing. I feel so bad. I'm sorry if I embarrassed you and your family and friends. I feel so bad. I can't even tell you. I want this show to be fun. It should be inclusive for everybody. Uh, you know, and, and then he went on to say that um, the latest showrunner, whose name is escaping me because there's been nine. Nine in nine years. <laughs> um, yeah, Things have changed. He's saying things have or some other employees are saying things have changed since this new showrunner came in. And these are people basically speaking of how things maybe were in the past, but they have since improved. Hmm. Um, a few interesting things. First, first regarding the, just because you most recently said it, the, the nine showrunners, that is very uh, noteworthy because if you become the showrunner or the executive producer, the person in charge of the Tonight Show, that is a job you go home, you call your parents, and you say, you'll never guess what job I got. I want to keep this job for as long as possible because it is such a it's such a job to it's be the like showrunner. The oh, my collab- gosh. You know, yeah, caliber of television. So that is, uh, obvi- that is a hint enough that things... Ought change there uh, in in some capacity and whatever the workflow looks like, the work environment, all of that. Look, I have appreciation that Jimmy Fallon, um, you know, that he quickly apologized. Some people on Twitter, you know, saying that it sounded like a kid made the apology. I feel so sad, you know, but I don't know. Should we be critiquing the apology or just sort of acknowledging like, listen, hurry up and own it quickly. And and then you can learn more about the nuances of it. You know, like you can first say you're sorry and that you screwed up 
And then down the line, because I saw some people say, well, look, why did he do it on Zoom? Well, first of all, everybody's like spread out. Zoom is a very convenient way to say, look, we're all going to talk. We're going to talk right now. And they're not filming right now. No, they're not doing any new shows right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so duh. In addition to that, though, um, you know, if you're if you're looking for a more... I don't even know how we got access to this Zoom, by the way. I don't know who... Uh, uh, because there were a couple of employees who were on the Zoom call. Who, who these narcs are. Who told Rolling Stone. Um but I yeah, I have appreciation for that. As was it the most exhaustive apology that we've seen? No, but you know, I once had a uh a marriage counselor say something that has always stuck with me in so many different facets of life when there's an apology that is deemed necessary. It, he, this guy got you, you can relate to this, Donna. You got hit by a vehicle mm-hmm. when you're young. So our our uh marriage counselor got hit by a car when he was young and the person rushed out, of course, and is like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And they're saying sorry in the moment of the traumatic event hit. And now I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said what he found was they're apologizing in that moment. Uh, but it would be, you know, three months down the line that he realized, oh, I can't sit in a chair for more than 30 minutes without getting intense back pain. And then a few weeks later, he would realize something new. So the marriage counselor, I'll get back to Jimmy Fallon here. Trust me. The marriage counselor was talking about how in the nature of uh, relationship hurt that you can apologize in the moment, but then there there will be other opportunities down the line where the person says, as a result of that, I now realize this hurts too. And there are opportunities for more ownership and healing down the road. You can choose for that to be opportunities for bitterness or opportunities for healing, forgiveness, grace, etc. So with this, Jimmy Fallon, how I see it is jumps out and is like, okay, here's one thing I know. I screwed up. It wasn't the juiciest article that we got from Rolling Stone yesterday. It really wasn't. It was sort I read of, the whole thing, too. It was I, a, yeah, I don't know. A little like 35,000-foot view of it's not great to work there. He's moody and might be coming in hungover and stuff like that. But apologize now. And then if down the line you have hopefully more open, ongoing conversations, you will have more opportunities to more articulately express what you are sorry for as you hear specific instances of, oh, and this hurt me and this hurt me. So this is like apology number one. And now he's going to have to walk it out behind closed doors with his staff, who apparently doesn't feel too jazzed about working there. Right. You know, it's funny. I brought this up to somebody I know, an acquaintance. We just happened to be talking. And I said, oh, hey, did you see that Jimmy Fallon article? And he said, no, what's it about? And I said, oh, toxic work environment. He goes, oh, yeah. I have a friend who used to work for him and quit because it was unbearable. Wow. And I said, well, that's what the article's about. Yeah. But, you know, I also saw um, on the flip side of that, I don't remember where I read it, but there was, there were people, there are now people praising him saying, what? That's ridiculous. He's always been very kind and said, hey, that doesn't really work. He's been constructive. So people are kind of creeping up into his side. And also Jerry Seinfeld is speaking out because there's um, a part of the article that I guess a couple of people witnessed where Jerry Seinfeld was a guest. Um, Jimmy Fallon had issue. He flubbed something and blamed it on the cue card guy. Right. Uh, and Jerry said, you know, you should apologize to him. So people were saying it was really awkward. Somebody who was there on the set and somebody who was watching from a monitor in their office during it might have. I don't know if it was rehearsal, whatever, but it never made it to the final uh, program. 
Jerry said, um, basically, this is so stupid. I remember this moment quite well. I teased Jimmy about a flub, and we all had a fun laugh about how rarely Jimmy is thrown off. And it wasn't uncomfortable at all, Seinfeld said. Uh, Jimmy and I still occasionally recall it and laugh. Idiotic twisting of events. So he's kind of downplaying that moment. He said, you know, it wasn't uncomfortable. Sure. It was just a, a quick moment of bleh, I a go, blurb. I go back and juxtapose one more thing as we need to go to break here in a minute. But, um, you know, I sometimes wonder, I want to go back in people's Twitter feeds. So, so many of these articles are like, and now in here, here's the response to this person's apology or lack of apology. But the response is Twitter. And it's like, maybe we just shouldn't include that in any stories if you're a major publication. But if they're using that today for these Jimmy Fallon things of saying, I wish that that would have been a toothier apology. He sounds like a child. I wonder, and I want to go to the most recent um, example of this, what that those same people, what their Twitter accounts said regarding Lizzo's non-apology. So mm-hmm. I think of these are the last two scandals of toxic work environment. And um, here again, you, you have Jimmy. At least he said, all right, I'm embarrassed. I screwed up. Where we have still have heard none of that from Lizzo. And they're very, one is a, one are sexually charged allegations about that being like a, a different kind of a toxic environment. Jimmy's is different. Lizzo hasn't said anything about him embarrassed or anything at all. Well, I think the difference Still. is lawsuit. You're, she's sure. I'm sure she's being instructed not to say anything. I forget that because... you were a juror. <laughs> I forget this. I mean, so if you impo- apologize, you're admitting guilt to something that might hurt you financially or or otherwise. I forgot about the lawsuit. May I take the rest of the day off to consider how I failed you? No, you may not. Please? Nope. You need to stay because you've got the next segment. Hey, it's a Friday edition. Uh, I almost set up Twin Cities Live. Wow. Wow. That's oh. been a couple of years. Hmm. Um, all right, we'll go with it. Hey, it's a Friday edition of Twin Cities Live. Um, <laughs> coming up today at 1130 on Don and Steve, we're going to do a slow jam. I'm nervous about what this could be, but we will have a laugh at our expense. That comes up at 1130. Playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030. When we come back, I got things that make you go, huh? Here's one, Donna. The best-selling item at Walmart every year is what? You'll never guess. That when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hi, it's TV Steve Patterson for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. So much fun happening at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters right about now. Hey, you got a computer? Yeah, you are? Okay, fine. Then if you are, go to ChanhassenDT.com. And then you click on On Stage and you're like, holy crap, they got so much going on. Yeah, it's because they do. Right now on the main stage, Jersey Boys. People are loving it. This is uh, Jersey Boys, the Broadway smash sensation that is now right here in our backyard. It's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, the story of how that band came to be, the highs, lows, kind of rags to riches to rags again, you could argue. Uh, you're singing along the whole time. Also, speaking of singing along, how about the concert series that they have here coming up? Uh, let's see. Tonight, they've got a uh, tribute to Led Zeppelin, which is so cool. An upcoming tribute to U2 is happening on Saturday. A tribute to Joe Cocker happening on Sunday. That's just this weekend. They do this each and every weekend. Fill up your weekend with live music or laughter. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret Improv Comedy Friday and Saturday nights. ChanAssaDT.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. 
Hey. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You know, we were just talking about Jerry Seinfeld. He's in town. I'm bummed out. I, I know, me too. We both meant to get tickets. I heard about this a long time ago. We were like, oh, we'll get tickets. What's the deal with that? I was hoping he What's was coming with uh, Gaffigan, but that is not the case. That'd be a big co-headliner event. Yeah, I mean, they're doing several shows together. Are they yeah, really? Yeah, they're on tour together. But oh, I, I didn't know that. Yes, oh, wow. Queen. Donna, thank you for teaching me what you just taught me. Oh, and thank you for teaching me about football. It was a pleasure to be taught and to teach. You're like my best friend. I think you're there. Thank you. All right, we got to do this. Hang on a minute. Now I'm out here looking at tickets for Jerry. You can still get tickets, Donna. You could go tonight. Yeah, no, what in the I'm hell do you go. have going on tonight hey, or tomorrow? You don't I'm know sorry. Me. I'm just saying, I bet you got a whole bunch of jack squat lined up. I'm preparing for something I have going on this weekend. So oh, don't worry about your it. crypticness is just infuriating. What do you got to do? Laundry? Hey, Donna. <laughs> um, no, I'm looking. I'm like, I think I have Saturday night open. I think. So I'm looking into it. Oh, now. good. Go. Fun. But life is short. We need to live more. I went to Ed Sheeran and you didn't. You probably sat at home. I need you to get out there and live a little, kid. Listen, You'll be happy. Kid. I was trying Thank to be you. playful. Okay. Okay, you're not going to do it. No. What the heck are you preparing for? What are you throwing some sort of a... a Soiree? Yes. What are you doing, a Pampered Chef gathering at your house? Don't I better have been invited. I love Pampered Chef. You ever been to a Pampered Chef party? Yeah. My mom hosted one. I had to go sit in the back, but then she let me come out at the end. And it was like amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, oh, pampered chef. I do use, like I used some pampered chef stuff last night when I cooked dinner. What'd you use? So I've got this steamer that you put in the microwave and it's oh, like cool. this plastic thing. And I just put like, you know, veggies in there like Brussels sprouts to yeah. steam them before roasting them. We had an apple core slicer. You would put the apple onto the spikes right through the core. Yep. And then you would turn the crank. Oh. And then it would like spiral out. Like they would they would come out like uh, almost like a, it ended up being an apple slinky in the end. Cute. You know what I mean? And yeah. we also had the core. Yeah. Push down. Yeah. They were the first ones to do that. Yeah. I like those. Gosh, I love Pampered Chef. Those are good. By the way, Seinfeld and Gaffigan are doing a lot of California, Missouri an Illinois show. Three in Cali, two in Chicago, one in Missouri. Thank you. What do you think the best-selling item at Walmart is? Is it seasonal? No. I'm going to say it's Patty! 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 Her pie. The sweet potato pie. (laughs) Okay, now you're wrong. Patty LaBelle. Love the callback. (laughs) I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> it is a food. Spelled backwards, doof. 
<laughs> so put your head into their grocery department. Okay. In the doof department. In the doof department. <laughs> what is the number one seller at Walmart? Remember the old falling prices commercial? They yeah. like rolling back prices. You sure. just walk past a price tag and it would fall. Yeah, that smiley face. Yes. The um, original emoji, you could say. All right, I do not know the answer, and I feel like it would take a long time for me to get there. You're right. What is it? Bananas. Oh, they they are very inexpensive. Relative, yeah, that's one of the only items where you're like, I don't feel like I'm getting raked over the coals to just get out of here with a basic item. Yeah, I think they're like 25 cents or something. Per banana. Correct. Is that inexpensive? I think it is. Sure, Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't eat bananas, so I don't know. I just wanted to give you a moment to do that. No. Remember, a lot of people love them. I do eat them with peanut butter if I have to choke one down. How about a sliced apple with that Pampered Chef Corer and peanut butter? I'm down for that. Like that snack. You know what I was thinking I should do? I should peanut butter my apples, meaning what I do right now is I core the apple... And then I put peanut butter in the in the bowl, like on the side of the bowl. I just slap it like it's Bob Ross yep. putting some paint that he's going to use eventually. <laughs> slap it over there on the uh, little palette, and then I scoop it. And it's a very uneven distribution of peanut butter to apple. It would take a while, but should I core it, get the knife, and then actually spread the peanut butter onto each individual slice? You get more even distribution. You could have like four fifths of it covered in peanut butter. Do you know what I mean? I just cannot believe how deeply you dove into that. It's amazing. Your brain. Someone should study it. There are only two cities in the United States that cross into five different counties. New York City and Dallas. The only two cities in the U.S. that cross into five different counties. That's how big they are. So strongly, so big. I don't even know what that means. In America, the predominant grading system is A, B, C, D, F. However, we get letter grades here. In Denmark, aforementioned, there's a seven-point grading system, which is numerical. Uh, A 12, if you come home and say, Mom, Dad, I got a 12 on my test, that means you got an A. Followed by a 10, 7, 4, 2, 0, and negative 3, which is the equivalent of an F. I feel like at some point they were at various schools in the States using a number system, which confused me. Speaking of confusing, and I will not mention any names here, but I know of a third grader, no names mentioned, who took a geography quiz yesterday of of the blank United States map. Uh And... What I know is that this third grader did better than you did, Donna. Here's the deal. That third grader probably has tricks to remember what goes where, like Mimmel. What's that? It's like, (laughs) isn't it Minnesota? Mimmel the chef. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Minnesota. uh, It's like, Holly, if you look at the map facing down, Minnesota is the baker's hat. Michigan. The face is Iowa. And he's holding a pan of Kentucky fried chicken. Kentucky is the chicken on that little tray. And Louisiana's the boot. Oh, that's really clever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, I do that even when I go grocery shopping. Like, let's just say I need, um, let's say I need toilet paper, uh, antiperspirant, and Midol. 
I just say to myself on the way, Tam, 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 or Matt, either way, Matt, 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 Matt. And then I, that's how I remember when I go to the store without a list. Thank you. There's your tip for the day. Bye. Bye now. Hey guys, it's Donna for Brad, Shaw, and Bryant, personal injury attorneys. Now, I know personal injury is not something that you think about every day, but God forbid something like this ever comes up. Make sure you keep a good personal attorney's number in your back pocket like Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. Something like a low-speed car accident. That can be life-altering, and it's really important to seek immediate medical attention following an accident like that because you may not think it's a big deal or you have any injuries. Oftentimes, they don't even show up for weeks after an accident, and then important evidence may be lost. You know, Mike Bryant is someone who can be on your side. He will fight for you so you get the compensation you deserve. And that can help with things like medical bills, possible future rehab costs, lost wages, not to mention pain and suffering. Get a hold of Mike at Bradshaw and Bryant for a free consultation. He'll assess your case and help you navigate through insurance forms and things like that. You'll find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Man, Wordle this morning. So frustrating. You got it, though. I got it. First, the first try, I got every letter except the first one. Oh, no. And then it turns like, out. like blank, green, 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 green. You Correct. had all green on, the, or on your All green today. except, yep. And I'm like, oh, well, surely I'm going to get it in the next one. Of course, it could be one of like five or six different things. So I tried every letter until I got on the fourth try anyway. The word. Love me some wordle. How many did it take you? Four. Okay, great. But I did not appreciate what you were doing. Oh. Do not stand over someone's shoulder while they're trying to wordle. Then they can't. It's like getting stage fright at a urinal. I don't know what to type <laughs> next. And you're like, I can't believe you're not typing anything. It's because you're hawking over my shoulder no, right now. No, that was before I was hawking. No, Donna, it wasn't. You're a wordle bully, and a lot of people say that behind your back. That's how. That's kind of you're our Jimmy Fallon. People say that when it comes to wordle, you get like mean spirited and bullyish. Watch out for the expose and read your Reader's Digest. No kidding. <laughs> Dang. Anyway, that's not why you called. There's a laxative shortage. Here we go. Here we go. Yesterday we were talking about Zupu. We were ready to chop it up three ways and get a big old bottle of Zupu, and then like everybody. Apparently, all the doctors who listened started emailing us and said, hey, guys, that's snake oil. Don't get it. Just get magnesium citrate. Yeah, guys, that's going to blow your bowels out, though, I think, in a pretty aggressive way. Like, you'll be ready for a procedure the next morning. I don't want to do that. I wanted something that's a little more subtle and, and gradually but effectively rids it. Now, other people are saying they're making claims that your body at any given point has 5 to 20 pounds of waste inside of it that just can't get out like sludge stuck to the side of the wall of your colon. People were calling issue with that. We got all excited. Then we felt stupid for getting excited. Well, apparently we're not the only people who are looking into laxatives and getting things moving. The wall street journal says that there's a shortage of laxatives now, but this time it's not a supply chain issue. Like normally is the case behind these shortages. Donna, it's an overuse situation. The report says that Americans have developed a laxative habit. No, really? And we're suffering from excessive constipation because we aren't eating enough fiber. 
Oh, no. They think folks are also taking laxatives to deal with bowel dysfunction caused by anxiety and stress. Others could be taking laxatives as a weight loss hack to feel skinnier. Guilty. No, don't do that. I've done it before when I just felt really bloated. And I, but then I was like, I did feel better after, but I did prune juice. Okay. Or some people might be taking laxatives because of misinformation on TikTok about what healthy bathroom behavior should be. Like what we did yesterday. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Now, regardless of why people are taking laxatives, the demand has increased People are noticing some stores have been selling out, especially the name brands. Be careful, though, friends. Overusing laxatives can lead to chronic dehydration and a loss of electrolytes. And you can become dependent on them where you can't have bowel movements without taking them. Thank you. What did Jim Carrey take or Jeff Daniels take in Dumb and Dumber? What did he put in? X-Lax, into- I think. X-Lax? Right? right? Isn't it like the chocolatey one? He just dumped it right into the drink. And he went, he uh, moved them out pretty quick, too. Mm-hmm. I have always found Miralax slow working. I want something more aggressive, but maybe not like I'm going in for a colonoscopy aggressive. Miralax, though, you just kind of got to wait it out a little bit. There are different kinds of laxatives. Did you know that? I, I did. I could probably name some. Name some. Go ahead. Prove it, Big Shot. X-Lax. <laughs> Correct all. Miralax. My Lanta. Um, let me think. <laughs> and now name one that stops diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Give me another Imodium. One. That's the one I was thinking yeah. of. Don't you turn to Imodium? I'm, I'm going to change the subject because <laughs> I don't want the hate mail. Well, no. That was very knowledgeable. That was. That That's should exactly be celebrated. Right. That wasn't bathroom humor, Donna. That Thank was. You. That was about an issue that is impacting all sorts of people. Yeah, put that in the public file. Thank you very much, Holly. Donna? Yes. Please update our public file to include Stevie Boy's laxative story. (laughs) Nine, eight, uh, hour one. Thank you. Now you say things. Oh, I thought you said you were going to change the topic. Oh. um, I got it. Okay. Thank you. Did you know there is a lazy contest currently underway? (laughs) I think this is very funny. Um, this is a content. I think it's been going on already for 20 days now. This is happening in Montenegro. They have a laziest citizen contest. Why do they have this and what does it do? There are seven remaining competitors. They're in the contest. They have been lying flat for 20 straight days and counting. Just sitting up will result in immediate disqualification. Oh, my gosh. They get a 10-minute bathroom break every eight hours. So without a shift back to laxatives, I shall stay the course. Montenegro began the competition 12 years ago to poke fun at the myth that its citizens are lazy. So this the, the American equivalent, they joke, would kind of be like, you know, imagine if we had a contest where to lean into this stereotype, we said how many hot dogs could you eat in 10 minutes? Oh, wait. We have that every July 4th, Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. Montenegro has a laziest citizen contest. All you got to do is lay down. Lay down. Don't get up. You wonder if you get bed sores. How long do you think it goes? Like, well, are we talking days? Oh, yeah. They're already on a... I mean, I could lay there forever. 20, day 20. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm afraid of, like, muscle atrophy for these people. <laughs> and bed sores. Yes. 
Bed sores I would be really concerned with. You, you know, you, you do get weak. Like I laid in a bed for three months once, and when I got up to walk for the first time, I nearly collapsed to the floor. Was this after you left K one hundred two? So funny. <laughs> no, after getting hit by a car, I was forced to be then. in a bed in traction. And then you get out and you have to have a full length cast on one leg. And then you start walking on crutches, but the other leg has no muscle mass left. I worry about these people. Is it worth <laughs> the, what, 500 bucks that they're going to win? This is like one of those things. Can you ride a roller coaster for, you know, three days straight? Right. Last person to take their hand off of a car. Right. All this kind of, I just don't think I would ever have it. 20 days in a row of laying down. How does one eat during the quick 10 minute break? I mean, I could eat laying down. Without what? You could lay flat and eat? Well, if I had a pillow, I could. Don't you've, you think you're going to choke? You've never David Hasselhoff a cheeseburger or a sandwich? <laughs> I guess if you could lay, if you could lay navel down, I'm thinking of laying on your back. And I cannot do that. You could lay on your side. I could do the Hasselhoff. Yeah, I could do that. Or do a couple of pillows under your head. I'm sure they're not making you. Surely they have pillows. Did you hear about the protesters at the U.S. Open yesterday? No. (laughs) Dramatic pause. What? Coco Goff, young, up-and-coming, 21-year-old tennis player, she is now heading to the finals of the U.S. Open, which I think is on Saturday. And she's like the heir apparent. A lot of people are thinking um, what Serena Williams was so dominant at an early age. Coco Goff was on the stage a few years ago, and now at the young age of 21, could win her first major. People are excited. There was a 50-minute halt in the match yesterday because there were climate protesters, Donna, one who glued <laughs> their feet Oh, they've done this before. Through the cement. For 50 minutes, they were just glued there. Why don't you just take your shoes off? <laughs> Maybe they <laughs> they may have glued their feet. I feel like this has been done before. We've had a hand on the on the basketball court before to talk about That's what uh, to I'm protest thinking of. something. That's what I'm thinking of, yes. Uh, but yeah, the feet were glued, and this is how people are... Um, this is how people are doing. Oh, wow, they got some images too, yeah. This is a whole situation. Just barefoot, barefoot, barefoot. This wow. person glued themselves. Wonder why I would have kept the tennis match going though. He's just up in the stance, not like he's glued at center court. Oh, Keep it oh, going. I thought Let he go. was glued onto the court. No, 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 no. Oh yeah. Okay. See you later, dude. Yeah, you. It's can... like the dog at the Metallica concert. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's so cute. That was so sweet. Could you imagine being? Um, uh, in this, let's use this example, a protester of climate change, where you wake up and you feel so strongly about it that day. So strongly. So strongly that you say, um, I got to run to the store. What are you going to get? I'm going to get Gorilla Glue. What for? Honey, what for? Don't worry about it. And then she turns on the U.S. Open later. <laughs> and, like, and then, is that Hank? <laughs> oh, uh, Hank. What are you doing? What did the bus? <laughs> now he's glued his feet. Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, it's great that we have a country where there, you have the freedom to protest. This. That is true. That is very true. I just wouldn't glue. You know, how are you peeling that off? Is your top layer of skin coming off when you detach your foot from the glue? Probably. Yeah, you just... need medical attention at that point to intervene and 
Speaking of which, today at 11 o'clock, we're doing another round of Who's Listening. Are we? We are. Okay. We have a debate. I put medical professionals. I said, why don't we talk to medical professionals? There was a fake doctor who called us yesterday. And then you said maybe people who are bilingual. Huh. All right. Well, maybe we should let Holly choose. I feel like we did medical professionals. We've done nurses. Did we do nurses? Didn't we? I don't think we did nurses. And then we did, um, we had somebody call from the coroner's office. We did the death business. Oh, you might be right. I don't think we've done medical professionals. We had two medical people who called in back to back yesterday. All right. And it got us, but I'm open to, I'm open to people who are bilingual because then we could have them, you know, say a little something for us. So, um, We'll discuss. We'll decide when we come back. How Let's about let that? Holly decide. She it's it's her walking right as she walks and leaves us for the final two hours. That'll be her parting thing. As she says, "Here's who we're going to hear from today." Holly, okay. do you accept the power and responsibility? Ooh, no pressure at all. No all right. pressure at all. So that's coming all right. up next. We'll when get we to come that. back. What else do we and have? Speaking Dee-dee? of uh, body parts, um, there's a new crock out, and it's very hot right now. I'd like to see what you think of it when we return. And if you see something, say something. Something on my talk. All right. Just don't blame me. That time. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Holly, have you made a decision? Yes, Donna. Okay. And this is regarding our Who's Listening segment that we've been doing for a few months now. On Fridays at 11 o'clock, we have people call in. And uh, certain people groups call in. We've spoken with... People who work in the death business, morticians, you know, coffin makers, people like this. Uh, we never did backyard clowns, which was a disappointment. What are some of the others that we've done, Donna? Uh, teachers. I think we did teachers once. We did do yep. teachers. Um, State fair workers. Oh, yeah, we did that. Farmers. That's how Farmers, it started. Yep, yep, um, yep. So today we're down to two different categories. One is medical professionals, doctors, nurses, etc. Anesthesiologists. Chiropractors? Dental hygienists? Uh, medical? Okay. Are you going to separate it. the medical from the dental? Although they are it, one and the same, but the, the categories do are different technically. I wanna, right. I think we keep tooth people separate. All right. Teeth, teeth people, <laughs> you're out. Uh, our other choice today was bilingual listeners, people who uh, speak a different language. We gave Holly the decision because we didn't want to make it. And Holly, what say you? I want to talk to medical professionals. All right. All right. No All dentists. Right, settled. No dentists. Dentists, you're not allowed. How do we Veter- feel about- How about veterinarians? Well, I, I think thought- that could be its own day. Yeah, didn't you guys talk to... Oh, we did do yeah. animal people. We did animal people. Okay. Why are you just trying to get everybody involved in this? I just want to make sure what the rules are Look, so we don't get everyone calling. I don't think dentists. I don't think we want dentists calling today. We don't want vets. I think the real question is, what's our feeling on chiropractors? Are we are we accepting calls from chiropractors? I think that too? would be more homeopathic. Okay, because they show you the spine. And it, then, it's mind and body, and mm, yeah, they're like, I'm going to tug it? on your foot, and that's going to release your, you know, emotional know. cortex. We could do I feet like it people. Well, we'll go, you know, nurses, doctors, phlebotomists. What like oh, that? Somebody who draws your blood. Oh, oh, yeah, medical assistants. Anesthesiologists, they're yeah. in the operating room. Got it, Just Got don't it. call us if you are in the operating room right now. Yes, please. Yeah. Thank you. All right, that's coming up at 11 o'clock. Or you can email us 
Donna and Steve's show at mytalk1071.com. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. You guys like Crocs? Uh, no, I have them and I don't love them. I don't even think they're that comfortable. I would tell you that you are correct in that. In fact, if you put a barefoot in there, they have these series of like little rubber nubbies nubbies slash like inside spikes the foot? inside to give you some traction and i was like well this isn't good oh i see the nubbies i wanted to like them more i just don't there goes my croc sponsorship do they all have the nubbies i think they all have nubs okay well apparently this is all the rage right now uh there is a croc that looks like shrek and apparently they're, they're the coolest footwear on the planet. And so they look like Shrek. And they went viral after photos hit the Internet yesterday. And according to Google, they have been a top trending search this week. They are normal lime green Crocs. OK, so they start out lime green. Okay, But the back strap is furry brown mm. to look like Shrek's brown vest. Yes. And they come with, um, what do you call these? Gibbets? Oh, yeah, the little charms that you put on your yes, car. Yes, yeah. that you stick in the little holes um, that look like his ears and his nose. And the kids' version will cost $50. Adult sizes will be 60 <laughs> What a ripoff. <laughs> oh, my God. They won't hit stores until or the website until next Wednesday. And I don't know why they're doing it now. Is it because is there a fifth installment of Shrek in the works? Not that I know of. The original Shrek movie came out twenty years ago in twenty in two thousand one. Yeah. Wait. Twenty two years ago. Okay, it came out in two thousand one. All right. They say that I. Uh, okay. The more than ever, it's looking more likely that if the new Shrek movie doesn't even begin production until 2023, it will mean a late 24, 25 release date. I guess Shrek 5 is in the works, but that's nothing new. There's nothing yeah, moving nothing. about that news. Okay. It's just maybe kind of random. I would say that nobody should wear these but kids. No, 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 nobody. So you don't feel good about Gene going in and saying, I'll just take one in a women's nine? Unless she's doing it for a Halloween costume or to match her granddaughter. No. What if, devil's advocate here, Jean says, look, I'm I'm 68 and I just want to feel a little younger at heart. So, yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing Shrek Crocs I guess, around town. I guess when you put it that way, everyone should do what they want. You do you. I just can't believe they charge $50 for this plastic shoe. But more so, you can't believe that there is an adult out there who would knowingly buy one for themselves. (laughs) Right? That's the real takeaway, Donna. A little bit. A little bit. But I I won't hold it against you. I would laugh if I saw an adult wearing them. 
But would you shift quickly into like, oh my, that's oh fun. Oh my God, you're so young at heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. Don't say that. Okay. Don't say that. Fine. That is very offensive. Fine. All right, bye. Um, <laughs> yeah, Crocs. I've, I've wanted to get into them for a long time. Finally got them. Just, just not what I wanted. This is a fun story. Hmm. All right, that's my story. Oh, oh, the, here's one for Holly. <laughs> this is Ooh. great. This is a great story. Our resident yogi. So, or, you know, recovering yogi. Semi-retired. Semi-retired yogi. Um, police in the UK responded to an observatory on Wednesday evening, meaning last night, when someone reported seeing a bunch of dead bodies. Two nights ago. It's Friday. Today's Friday. Don't you come into work tomorrow? I won't. Okay. Um, so this witness apparently thought there had been some kind of mass murder or cult ritual killings. Oh boy. As you do. Police get there, and it was just a yoga class. They were performing the corpse pose, which I guess is a thing, which is also known as, do you know, Holly? Savasana. Yes. yes. Nice. Holly, nice job there. Oh, thank you. With confidence, she came in. No hesitation. Mm-mm. So I guess a person lays on their back with their arms and legs spread out. Well, not even spread out. Just, just chill, chilling by oh, your, your, side? your side with your palms up. Maybe your feet relax. It's oh. the pause traditionally at the end of a practice oh, where you just get to, get to vibe out. I would like to do that right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. But I guess there were enough people there to make it look like alarming. Um, but the police, you know, figured out it was a misunderstanding and the sirens and police activity probably disturbed that Zen vibe that they had going on. But the yoga instructor said, my heart goes out to the people who thought I was a murderer. <laughs> but I can assure you, I just hold space for deep relaxation. Oh. And the police say, you know, the caller had good intentions. And of course, they have to answer the call. So... There you go. And I thank you. I'll tell you what I would like. I would like to both observe you, Donna, in a in a yoga class. No. But well, it's private time. I w- okay, don't be weird. <laughs> but I would also like to have a chip implanted in your brain so that I could hear every single thought <laughs> that went through your head. So that when they say, like, when we're deep breathing in Savasana, that all your cares melt away, how many times you would give out, like, a, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or Holly, like you guys used to play on the Colleen and Bradley show, the um, the audible eye roll. Oh, yeah. I'd be doing that for sure in my head. A lot of oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. oh, I have that. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and breathe and relax. Yes. And I just, I get exercise. See, like to me, yoga is more like stretching. Yeah, there's a, certainly a stretching element to it. Like it's the equivalent of you lifting weights to me, Steve, playing really slow music. Like when I listen to the Last Samurai soundtrack while I exercise. Yeah, there's like a weird, doesn't fit kind of situation going on there. I'm going to take off. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. Thank you, Holly. Uh, okay, bye. Zamboni comes in next. He's coming at us with a dirt alert. And then we have got some music news coming your way on Don and Steve.